0: Saturday, June eleventh, um, at seven p.m., Stacy and I went uh, to an event. ASW West Virginia presents Bash and Beckley Part Two. Um, this event took place in the Beckley uh, Convention Center on Armory Drive, and uh, this was our our first live wrestling event. This was our second event that we've done in consecutive weekends, and uh, going into this, I did not have any concept on how to do it. We, uh, I, 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 I experienced my first ever bit of uh, anxiety. Um, I didn't go through and do all the interviews that I think I should have done. I only actually completed one interview with one wrestler um, because I got a little shell shocked because I didn't, I didn't want to get any type of rejection. During this, and, and, you know, we're always open and honest on this podcast, so that's something that I'll definitely be working on in the near future. Um
1: I think that was more so because they didn't have anything sectioned out for you. It was a more of, hey, we'll let you in, but that's all we're going to do for you.
0: Yeah, because the difference in what happened uh, at the Comic-Con, the Comic-Con gave us a special badge. We knew who we were. People knew who we were. Um And at this event, no one knew who we were. So, that, that's one factor there. But, uh, overall, I hope you all enjoy this episode. Um, it has been curated to some points where I've, I've moved certain things around because we recorded in different manners. Um, because, for the first time, we actually ran this recorder the full time. And, I didn't know that you can't buy Dollar Tree batteries and run the Zoom <laughs> H6 recorder at all. Correct? Correct. And, um, the next part of the fold is that we have photos and video and when you're doing that concept and it's only two people, that is a very hard thing to deal with because, you know, we're charging phones, we're running a camera, we're charging the battery for that. So for us, it was a whole new different way of doing things, and I'm very excited because now it opens opens up a lot more opportunities for us to do things. And uh, Stacy got her chops in on her photography and her videography. And now we're in the worst part of that kind of stuff. It's the editing process.
1: Right. It's editing and learning it. So if anybody out there has any tips and tricks, hit me up.
0: And on that note, we'll let you listen to the presentation from the show. From West Virginia Homebase. I am here with
2: the prophet of pain, Sean Baker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what, what are you doing here tonight?
2: I'm here at the Bash and Beckley for ASW All-Star Wrestling. We're going to be doing the Battle Royal for Dwayne Richardson, and we are going to the top. The Circus of Pain, there can only be one winner, but the Circus of Pain, Demonia, James Maxson, and Sean Baker, myself, we're going straight to the top of ASW. <laughs> now, let the audience
0: know about your signature move, and then you're finished.
2: Oh, you want to know about my signature move? Listen here, you guys don't understand. You don't understand what is going on here. I'll hit you with the rude awakening, and, you know, the little, the little neck breaker takes you out of the game. You can't do a dang thing. But on the off chance you happen to get up, I got the painkiller waiting for you, the lariat from hell. So don't turn around. You can step right up, or I will put you down. And he said that and knew this: his Lariat is stronger than Stan Hansen. Does Absolutely. Mean, I studied a lot of Stan Hansen for that. Stan Hansen, he said, listen, my, my Lariat doesn't even stand up to yours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you very much. I, you guys want to thank the audience?
2: Come and see us. Come and see us. Join the circus. Come and see us in Funky Town. We always have lots of fun.
0: <laughs> Welcome to West Virginia Commonplace. This is uh, Jr. Stacy. And uh, today we are out here, or this evening, we're out here at ASW's...
1: bash Beckley,
0: And there are a lot of things that are on the card for tonight. This is a rare occasion for us. Uh, we are actually doing commentary on our own, and, and uh, you're going to hear this in the podcast. Um, they gave us a nice little area, which we'll take a picture of. Uh, we got the Canon camera out here for video for the YouTube uh, behind-the-scenes special. Or whatever we do with it, Stacy. How do you feel about
1: everything? Um, I mean, I guess I'll know a little bit more once it gets started. Right now, it's the calm before the storm. I think. Um, right now, we're just seeing a lot of the local wrestlers, the the ones that are from the area, getting ready for the the what was it, the battle royal.
0: So it'll be a very interesting event, and we will be doing. Uh, Kind of like a pause in, fall out section. You'll never know because we'll be uh, taking edited stuff out and we'll be doing different things with this podcast. Um, yeah, we throw an ad in here and there. Yeah, <laughs> we we'll throw an ad in here and there. You know, we got to keep the lights on. Um, I'm a little anxious. I've, I've never had anxiety, but I'm a little anxious. Like, I kind of got frozen while we were doing this.
1: Right. I can tell you're a little bit nervous.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I, I never got nervous like this in my life. Like, and I kind of, it's kind of different. Like, these guys are uh, pretty good.
1: I think the biggest thing is that. This is one of the events that's not necessarily set up as, like, a press-friendly. Like, I'm not saying they're negative against press, but it's not a whole big old to-do thing. Like, so they don't exactly know how to proceed with the questions. It's like, here you go, we'll let you in, and you take it from there. Okay. I think that's the biggest issue. Not an issue, but the biggest thing. Okay.
0: And uh, it has been, like, like you see a lot of independent wrestlers. Like, it's amazing how many actually come from out of West Virginia, out of the Charleston area. And there's different branches that wrestle uh, together. There's Battleground Wrestling that is here. Um, they had a whole entourage. They had, like, a, I don't even know what the, the vehicle's called. I'm going to take a picture before we leave. But, and uh, you guys definitely check it out on our YouTube.
1: Right. It's like a, it's a semi-truck, but it's a camper.
0: At the same damn time. Yes. So that's exciting. So uh, we will continue on in just a bit. Like I said, we'll be editing this like always. So thank you. now we're into our first wrestling match and uh, it's a tag team match and it's been pretty ex- ex- explosive the early part of the match uh, it's interesting to see uh, the ASW tag team champions uh, taking on this team and uh, what do you think about it Stacy the action thus far
1: I mean I think they're pretty you know crowd oriented they were already participating and interacting with the crowd Um some pretty hard slaps and smacks and
2: pops oh
0: wow and I I do like the fact that this is not WWE style wrestling we're actually seeing Ring of Honor AEW style wrestling their moves are, are you know everybody's moving pretty fluid and everything else right
2: and they're
1: moving pretty fast
0: too so this action thus far has been really entertaining
1: and we're still in the first match.
0: A lot of hard hits and uh, really good for indie wrestling. Like, I, I do want to say this about this: like this is better than the normal high school gymnasium wrestling. The whole setup and everything that they have here—they really got uh, short term projectors showing the uh, event for the people that are sitting up up in the uh, top
2: seats.
1: And as a, as a person that is freshly new to wrestling—I mean, not freshly—I mean four years, so watching on and off. Uh, I mean, I enjoy this already a lot more than the two main brand um, or events.
0: Yeah. And I've
1: done um, the whatever weekend shows for one. We did a I did a pay per view for another and a live recording for that yeah. one. Yeah. You might not have as big of a crowd, but, you know, I'm sure you can hear them in the background, and it's, you know, just as entertaining, if not more.
0: And yeah, and, and some moves that you, like I said once that you don't see in the WWE formula. It's very nice. Second match of the evening, um, we have a 20-man battle royal and woman battle royal um, in honor of... Uh, a basketball player that uh, passed away uh, from the back the... His name was Dwayne Richardson, and these guys are going. It's intense. Uh, I will say this: this is I love the Battle Royals. Inside this ring, it's amazing that all of them can just work out there. I feel bad for whoever gets slipped out because it really is tight spaces right now.
1: Right, it is like it is so tight, people can barely move in there. But you'll notice that you have both males and females, which I like. Because, you know, nowadays you have everybody that wants to be treated equally. And I think this is a good opportunity to do that.
0: Yes, yeah, some intergender wrestling. You don't get that all the time. TNA is big on that, or impact wrestling. Uh, so we'll keep you posted on uh, some more things that are going on in this match. Uh, definitely make sure you pay attention to our YouTube page, uh, West Place. Commonplace. Uh, we will have all this video up from running, and boy- voiceovers, and all that fun jazz.
1: And this is also available on pay-per-view. Um, I'm sure you can go back and watch it. I do know that they have discs for sale up there. So, I mean, honestly, this is something you should probably watch and enjoy, especially coming from West Virginia.
0: Yeah, definitely from West Virginia. In the first time for that tag team match of FTR versus the Wolves. And uh, the Battle Royal was won by the Cowboy. It was an interesting uh, battle royal with the women and the men uh, interchanging uh, takes in wrestling. like uh, one lady lasted all the way till the end. She was fairly good, and then all of a sudden, she got tossed out. This has been an amazing show thus far. Anything to say, Stacy?:
1: I mean, I think it was well uh, put together.: Yeah, no doubt in that
0: we have our women's champion match going on right now. And these ladies are wrestling. Uh, they're doing chain wrestling right now. So uh, it's just your, your standard issued arm bar to arm bar to headlock and about to bounce off the ropes. Uh, and who do we have with us tonight? Wrestling.
1: Um, Jesse Bell and Colby Max. And I believe they said that Colby was from South Charleston.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, so we got local talent in the building. And, uh, like I said, right now is just your standard textbook issued uh, technical wrestling match. Almost gives you in the veins of uh, I want to say Tony Storm when it comes to her wrestling style. They both of them kind of got a Tony Storm style to them. And you, Stacy?
1: Yeah. All right.
0: By far the most entertaining match we've seen thus far: uh, Heath and Rhino versus Shane Douglas and Brian Myers. This match was action packed. It had everything they spilled out across the arena all the way over to where we were. Stacy had luckily put a trash can uh, right beside where we were staying in. Uh, he took the trash can and beat Shane Douglas with it. Stacy, what do you think about this match? Oh, my Lord.
1: <laughs> it was. It, 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 I think it was the best one so far. I'm excited to see if, you know, the rest of them are going to be this, this entertaining.
0: And, and that's my thing. When, when you do have some talent that gets released by these bigger promotions, what you get to see on the indie scene of some of these guys, it makes you wonder why they got released, you know, uh, especially Heat, uh, Impact Wrestler, and Rhino. you know, he's, he's a legend in wrestling, he, and uh, Shane Douglas also, and Brian Meyer is one of the best guys out there, uh, beside his partner, Matt, uh, formerly known as Zack Ryder. You know, they both are, are amazing wrestlers with a big podcast. So, uh, big shout-out to Heat Heath out here wrestling. Uh, anything else, Stacey?
1: I think a lot of it, You you said you wonder why a lot of these get released. I think a lot of it comes down to the money. Um, the the bigger companies aren't making enough off of these independent people because, you know, you're not as huge as, say, uh, a Roman Reigns. So you're not making those companies as much money. And whenever they do the smaller things like this, they're able to, you know, help themselves out out a little bit more and make themselves some money.
0: Yeah, so no doubt this was an amazing match. And uh, thank you all for continually listening to us bits and pieces on matches. We'll do more commentary on some more matches. And once again, this is West Virginia and Commonplace. And man, we're excited. Hey, this next match came out of nowhere. It's a four-person tag match. Uh, Once again, intergender wrestling and Super Oprah. You have to watch the video of Super Oprah when we release it.
1: Yes, like it was, it was great. At first it was like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting. But then I was like, oh, heck yeah.
0: She did a splash off the turnbuckle.
1: Yes, and it was amazing.
0: This woman's stature, she has to be every bit of six feet tall. And we'll square away her weight as she is a heavyweight at the, at the least. And she came off the top rope.
1: But she's looking fabulous out there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. It was kind of crazy. All right, guys, we'll be back with the conclusion of this match.
1: All right, so this is super Oprah's music, and it is amazing. I tell you what.
0: By far, Super Oprah is probably one of the better performers of the night. She ranks up there with the match before her and her tag team, all of them with explosive moves. I'm just telling you all guys, like, this was an amazing match. I hope to God, if you do follow West Virginia and Commonplace, you do watch the video when the video comes out, because it does justice to to not what my voice is saying, but what what Super Oprah means to ASW Wrestling. Right,
1: and this is, like, this is by far, I'm going to say it right now, this is ten times better than any major wrestling. AEW, WWE, ain't got, excuse my language, but they ain't got shit on this place.
0: Yeah, no doubt. This was really interesting, really impressive. Uh, The match was so explosive that they got confetti in the ring. Referees got push brooms and mops, and they're trying to get all that stuff out. He got a dust mop. He hit the corner. His mama didn't teach him how to mop right. (laughs) So we had an impromptu match that was added to the card. And we saw a team that just came out of nowhere. They had two uh, cruiserweight individuals, and then they had one guy that reminds you of a Apollo Cruz type build. And he just hit a lariat from out of hell, and they won the match.
1: It was pretty entertaining.
0: Once again, another intergender match, and uh, the lady that was with them was very impressive. Yes. Yeah, she took a brunt of the beating in this match. And there ended up being another tag team match that came on. It was a four-way tag team match. Pretty exciting. Uh, all kinds of spots in it. My Lord, these guys uh, have great athleticism. that are out here wrestling uh, right now. And uh, I hope someone didn't get hurt, but it looks like someone may have got hurt. Or maybe he's just down. But otherwise, it was a solid match. You had uh, your normal luchador spots inside of it. Super kick. We didn't get to that. Watching um, Big Cass and Enzo right now, it has been kind of crazy. Uh, like, he just came through like a uh, vince. Desmond was very impressive, hitting him with a ray of moves. And the next thing you know, the big boot and then the prolonged choke slam. He holds that, that choke slam so long that it was ridiculous. He held him up in there and he just went boom and dropped his ass on the ground. And we're back, uh, ASW X-Division Championship match. Uh, the champion, Huffman Lee versus Matt Cross. This match here, when you see Huffman Lee uh, against Matt Cross, you notice what, up front Matt Cross was completely physically fit, a uh, very technical aspect to him. He reminded me so much of Tomasa Ciampa.
1: Right, I said I said that across the ho- the thing there whenever he was sitting, I was like, that guy right there reminds me of Tomasa Champa.
0: And his his movement, I know we don't get we don't talk about a lot of, of wrestlers because of certain bad things, but his his wrestling prowess was just like almost like Crispin Wall. It was kind of eerie for me mm-hmm. because his moves were fluent. Um, Huffman Lee as a champion, he was a he was a he's a very good uh, wrestler. The match had a lot of X Division type stuff, so you know it had spots that are luchador, Lucha Libre, braids, high flying. It was very exciting. Um Matt Cross came up on the losing end of this belt, and uh it was kind of surprising to me because I felt like he was the even though he was the heel, he was a stronger character. Um his moveset to me was better than Huffman Lee's. That's just my personal opinion. And um it was just one of those things where it just went down to the end of the match. Huffman Lee pulled it out and retained his belt.
1: Right. And and like you said, I mean, Matt Cross, ha- I have no idea about Mr. Mr. Chris there because that was before my time of wrestling. But some of his high-flying moves reminded me more of, Finn-, Finn Balor does those, right? Yes. So, like, it kind of reminded me of that. And... I did actually luck out and catch one of his off the top rope flips. So we'll make sure we put that out there for you guys to enjoy.
0: And, um, once again, like this was an amazing card here. Um, one thing I will say real quick that, that does need to be announced, uh, all cards are subject to change. So we we were very careful with, uh, some of the wrestlers that were supposed to be there. Um, because some of them, you know things come up and they didn't come, but one thing I do want to say before we go any further, Rhino and Heath and Super Oprah stole the show. Yes. Um, before we even talk about the big match, um, I just want to say this like just to do a quick recap on a few things. The Heat Seekers and Level X was the first match that we got it was the ASW tag team uh, match. Uh, the Heat Seekers cheated and won that match. Uh, they were. They were really good, really high and energetic. Level X did some good moves. uh, And you'll see that in some of our pictures in some of the video that will be released later. Um, And once again, that tournament that took place with the Battle Royal was the Dwayne Richardson um, Memorial Battle Royal. Um, And then one match that kind of like, it was wild. The Fatal 4 Wave match between DD DD, Trash, uh, the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws, Jeff Paul and uh, Kenny Conley in the reality. The reality, wrestling in this match, uh, they were they were one of the stronger teams in the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws. For being older guys, they moved very swift in the ring. Um, it, that was one match that I, I, we didn't do a full recap on that, so I did want to talk about that. Uh, and then, to clarify...
1: And then in some of these you'll notice like that we aren't saying names in some parts of the interview. A lot of that has to do with we couldn't hear the announcers very well and remember the names as they were going. So we're going to make sure that we put pictures with the names and stuff like that up on social so you guys know who know who we're talking about.
0: And then um that, the the best match uh thus far before we get to talk about this uh, powerful match Uh, with FTR and the Wolves. The eight-man tag team match with S.O.R. and Jack Sharp versus Super Oprah, Aaron West, Casey King, and Kirk Blackman. That probably was one of the highlights. If you are on the independent scene and you get to go watch uh, wrestling or if you have not ordered this pay-per-view, take a chance. It's still up on ASW's website. Uh, Definitely try to get yourself out there and uh, get this pay-per-view. And... Everyone in that match was spectacular, right from the heels how they how they taunted uh ev- that match was what wrestling should be right i I can't say that there was a bad spot in it because everything was coordinated the way you should wrestle down to the the way that the punch draws back to someone getting hit uh and all honesty, that was one of the matches that you didn't take your eyes off of it because if you did, you missed something cr- great.
1: Right, and and it was kind of to the point where it didn't matter if they missed a move or it doesn't didn't necessarily look the best. It was that entertaining, that the crowd interaction and I guess the the funness of it that you felt from watching it made up for anything. I mean, I'm not saying that they did make a mistake because, you know, I wouldn't know that, that from a can of paint, but yeah.
0: And, um, once again, going forward, um, one other thing that I didn't do, uh, the second match of the night was the ASW ladies championship, uh, Jesse Bell versus Colby max. Kobe max is, a uh, Native of South Charleston.
1: I think that's what they I said. Think, I think that's what they said. I think that's who they said was who, native.
0: And um, Kobe Colby Max is the new ASW champion. Very classic match. Uh, remind you of uh, uh, Alondra Blade or y'all know where it's Medusa. It was kind of a WCW women's wrestling match. It wasn't necessarily the... Um, the WWE style or AEW style match. It was kind of a throwback to the older time when women were wrestling. So, it was a good thing to have nostalgia. And, um, once again, if you get a chance, watch that match also.
1: Right, because you're going to be confused with that. Because if you stop watching at a certain point with that match, then the other lady won. You'll miss the part where the fun happened.
0: And, um, Brian Myers and Shane Douglas versus Heath and Rano, um... By far, personally, to me, that was the match of the night. Right, it was outside action. The rush let them wrestle. You got to see. You got to see ECW style wrestling. Like if you did, if you've never seen ECW wrestling, you had two ECW originals. Mm-hmm. You have two TNA WWE um, wrestlers. All of these guys have been through the ranks. Mm-hmm. So these guys were trained in the way that Heath Slater and Shane Douglas put on the show. Brian Myers and Rhino did their thing too. But Heath Slater and Shane Douglas tore the house down and Shane Douglas being most, however old he is, because he's fairly old, <laughs> it, it was just great there.
1: Right. And then one thing I will say about that one is it is nothing against the the wrestlers, but just for a PSA for everybody out there and all the fans that might attend an event like this, just please, please stay back. Like you can't be right up on top of the wrestlers trying to take photos and videos and stuff like that. You're taken away from everybody else's view and enjoyment in the show.
0: And um, on to the to the big cast match. Uh- Stacy had to go to the bathroom during that one.
1: I was, chose to go to the bathroom during that um,
0: one. Versus Vince Desmond. Vince Desmond is a is a local actually. He's uh, I don't know his exact affiliation with a- ASW. I apologize on that, but I believe he's one of ASW's top guys. The way these two wrestled, Vince uh, Desmond put on moves. He reminded me of like a uh, a Desmond Wolf, uh, Nigel McGuinness type wrestler. And Big cast was informed. I'm going to honestly say this because they're calling him William Morrissey or whatever y'all want to call him now. Um, with Enzo, Enzo to me was a hundred percent the best performer because Enzo came out there and did, uh, the, our West Virginia uh, <laughs> national anthem as we call it.
1: And I do have that on video. So you'll have to make sure you check out
0: our YouTube for that. Um, and it just streamed along. Everything went together so perfectly um, in their match. Kaz obviously came out on top, but it showed the prowess that out of every guy that I've, I follow on the independent scene, I believe you know someone up north in another place will be giving him a call one more time to bring him back on because his physique... I didn't see him. If they
1: have any sense about him, yeah.
0: Yeah, if they have any sense about him, the guys up north will bring him back. Um, And if Enzo's situation is whatever it is, because we don't want to go into too much detail, if it's uh, straight, bring him back too, because him as his mouthpiece, Mm -hmm. it works. Like that was the most entertaining point when it came to uh, a manager and a wrestler. Right. So hands down, that match was great. He hit him with the choke slam. Hit him with the big boot. You know how things get down. S-A-W-F-T. Solved. Now, on to the main event. The first time ever. Inside. A wrestling ring. FTR versus the Wolves. I will start over here with the Wolves first because I am very knowledgeable on them. And then I'll pass it along. Eddie Edwards. uh, Very accomplished wrestler. Davey Richards is accomplished too. Both of them in their own right. They to me and this is just my own opinion, they've always been the guys that have been there. They have wrestled against the the best. And they have always kind of you know they, they there was a time that they could have joined NXT or WWE and they chose not to. But they've always been the guys that have been right there at it, but it just seems like they never got the brass ball. And you don't have to go to WWE to be a success because you can look at Kenny Omega and other other people like that. But technically, he did go through FCW. But you don't—they did a match against the Ascension on NXT. If you do want to check it out under the name of the American Pit Bulls, uh, definitely check it out. If you do want to see them in a WWE ring, but these guys are the pinnacle of—if you haven't wrestled this tag team, you're missing out. Um.
1: So you can compare them to, um, who was the team that you said? Uh, the um, the guys in AEW.
0: The Young Bucks? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So their, their fame in the, like the independent era is similar to what somebody would compare to the Young Bucks. Right. Okay.
0: Because basically, just in, in a short word before we get over to FTR, basically every wrestler that has been a world champion for WWE in the last 8 or nine, ten years has mm-hmm. wrestled them. Okay, from the Tyler Blacks, which is Seth Rollins, right. to the Brian Daniels, which is Brian Daniel Danielson. Bryanson.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> or Daniel, Daniel Brian. Bryan, whatever.
1: <laughs> Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, so so we get that there. Now let's roll over
0: to the greatest tag team in wrestling right now. These guys are the Ring of Honor champions. The last Ring of Honor pay per view, they won the titles from the Briscoes. Briscoes, once again, are another one of these tag teams on the independent scene that's considered one of the greatest of all time. I hate that I go into that commentator voice, but anyway. <laughs> FTR. Stacy has a has a a knowing of FTR as the the revival. Yes. NXT to WWE. Yes. And we watched them wrestle the best tag teams. They were right neck and neck with, uh, and I don't want to name drop too many. I'm just going to name drop one team, the New Day. <laughs> These two guys are a step above and beyond what's going on in wrestling they are 1980s wrestling all day long with a mix right. of some some good stuff
1: yeah now i see see that's i enjoyed this match here during this presentation um i feel like you know who kind of pushed them a little back on the back burner because they weren't as popular to the community, I think. I think I think I said it again. They weren't making enough money for the specific company. And they had better opportunities somewhere else. And I think that they grabbed the bulls by the horn and hit it hard.
0: Yeah, and the one thing I will say about them, and this is to anybody that is new to independent wrestling. If you take some time, actually go research FTR. They, they are one of the ones along with Cody Rhodes in the beginning but Cody Rhodes don't count now. But they're <laughs> one of the ones that actually walked away from the WWE just like John Moxley. Right. They walk or I'm sorry, up north. From that, what
1: we've heard, they have chosen to take the step away.
0: Right, and they have become obviously they uh, we're not talking about monetary wise, but they do rake in the dough. They their t-shirts, they had people that I could see in the actual audience that had their sh- their merchandise on before they came into the show. Right. And you know, even yeah, the, and I'm
1: not saying like them as individuals probably do better, but what I was saying is they probably the company probably didn't profit as much because they were so independent. Yeah, with their means of the advertising and stuff, I guess.
0: And, and the one thing I will say about independent wrestling with the way that AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, and even Impact Wrestling uh, coordinate themselves, this was a great opportunity because in this ring there. All these mid um, majors, as I'm going to call them, right. were represented in this match because each one of these people was signed to a different group that has a television show: one, MLW, uh, AEW, and Impact Wrestling slash TNA, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Right, and they were all represented.
1: And I I like how they do that. Like they're incorporating all these. I I don't want to necessarily say that they're smaller because they're not really. But I guess that's the best way to say it.
0: Mid major, sure. yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good term.
0: Yeah, with the exception of MLW, I'm not gonna I'm gonna call MLW a, a Major League Wrestling is a small company because you will be absorbed one day. But anyway, to this match here, this match had the ups and downs that you would expect in a classic match in wrestling. Davy Richards, to me personally, him and Cash Wheeler. Stole this show. Dax and Eddie were were fine. But these two guys right here. Put on the hardest hits. The flips and everything. Um, that makes a match amazing. But as a tag team it was a great match. Um, My honest opinion. And I'm going to leave it at this. And then I'm going to pass it along to Stacy if she doesn't mind. This match. It, it's harder to say that this match is better than Heath Slater's match. Heath and um, Rhino. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean Heath Slater. But it was hard to say that their match was better than that.
1: I agree. And I feel like that they made this match. The the final match. um, Because they are more famous. I guess is their, your best term for that. They're more well known. They have a higher fan base. Um, and you know. It was the, the first time these two two groups were meeting ever um like you said I feel like they performed well um it was still nice to watch and it was a great experience to be able to do this but I felt like the heath match had more more action, more entertainment, more Involvement, But I, f- I feel like they did it that way because, you know, who wants to have that high adrenaline octane run-in for your last match?
0: Right, and it kept us glued to our seats. Right. And um, one thing I will say is that uh, FTR at the very end of that, the the little uh, face and heel interaction at the end where they were trying to shake their hands and then they beat him up, mm-hmm. uh, everything worked out. The shout-out that they gave to their manager, um, lover boy, Dennis uh, Condry who has trained and has worked with many tag teams in um up and down the east coast. Um
1: right. And that's one thing I will say about these, these two, the F T R. They are very um what's the word I'm saying? Verbal, I guess. Like they, yes. they they know how to use the mic and they know how to wrestle. So they have both traits that are needed to be successful whenever it comes to wrestling.
0: And I agree wholeheartedly with that. And, um, in closing in my closing remarks for this, this was a great experience for us. It was a live event in West Virginia in Beckley. Yeah. The place where the weather's crazy, <laughs> you know, it, normally not this late in the year, but sometimes in May they get snow. Right. But anyway, uh, to stay on, on point with this very good show. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I would have, I loved the way that everything took place. Um, I'd love to be a part of another show, uh, when they have another one, uh, I'm glad that I was part of history. FTR versus the wolves.
1: Right. And and to me, I think if we were to do this, I mean, hopefully we do have the opportunity. On the next one, I think that we need to pop out of the comfort zone and just make ourselves known. Be like, hey, you know, they brought me in. I do a podcast. You have time to talk to us for a minute. Or maybe we need to voice to them, hey, you know, people really didn't know who we were last time. Is there any way we can get, like, a staff badge so that we we can, you know, prove that we're here with and on, you know.
0: Yeah, just a a press entry. Like, just, you know. Like I said, this was only the second time for this event. Right. And it had a marquee match. So, it was, you know, this match... Make could have make or break ASW basically, right? And
1: and they did a great job of putting it together. And I do highly recommend anybody going to it whenever it comes up again next year. Um, now they are doing a whole bunch of free matches coming up. I know there's at least two of them coming. Um, I would definitely check out their Facebook page to see what's going on with that. Um, I know, where were they located at? The first one is in...
0: Madison, West Virginia. Yes,
1: Madison, West Virginia. I think that's the first one that is going to be next. But definitely, definitely check them out on their Facebook page.
0: And one last thing, to All the local wrestlers that came out to wrestle, oh my gosh, an amazing feat for you guys to get out there and to perform the way that you did. Yes. Um keep doing what you're doing, uh, represent West Virginia the way you have and outer line States. Cause we had to Ohio, Virginia and other places that were there also. Yes.
1: And if you, you know, if you want to talk to us, just send us a message and we'll get you on here because we would love to be more involved in this to, you know, get your face out there to other people that might not necessarily know what's going on. Cause to me, I never knew that this kind of thing existed.
0: Okay. And on that note, uh, Head over to wvuncommonplace.com. Like, subscribe on any platform that you feel that uh, you'd like to listen to us on, RSS feeds, or whatever. and um,
1: Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also on TikTok.
0: TikTok for behind-the-scenes stuff so that you can really see what it's like to be in the life of a podcaster. Because it is wild. We have different equipment, different ways for doing everything. And... We're done.